bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Bring Them Out with your hosts, Joel Richardson and Alan Hill. Hey everybody, we're here at the Sunnybrook Ballroom inside the Speakeasy for another episode of Bring Em Out. I'm Alan Hill, here with Soul Joel himself, Joel Richardson, and we are flying solo again this week. Yeah, no, but it's all good. Uh, we want to thank all of our fans that have been listening in. Uh, follow us um, and, and, and download the, all the podcasts, subscribe, and also leave us a review. It helps. Um, you have the link on our Instagram or, or Facebook, at Soul Joel's. Um, and thank you at big time to anybody who's already doing this. Yeah. Uh, thank you to our friends that we know that are listening. Thank you, Lou. Um, big shout out to Lou. I really appreciate when your Lou kind likes words. You. Boom. You know you got something. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want uh, to us to answer any questions, you can email yes. uh, the show. It's info at sjpcomedy.com. So info at sjpcomedy.com. Because unknowingly, we didn't even promote this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Sean Jacks. Uh, huge fan, huge friend. Uh, I've known him since the the Warriors four uh, Warriors four days, and uh, he's been listening to the podcast. He's the one that said uh, he talks to me the way you do, and and you explained to me. Yeah, I remember that that yeah. comment. That was great. Which, by the <laughs> way, great. the the next day after we talked about it, you did it at the show, yeah, I told, and I gave you bullet points. And, and you're like, I do it, and, and but you told me you're like, Joe, I do it all the time. <laughs> you're just now realizing it. <laughs> Yeah, he just went, Joel, podcast network? <laughs> Literally two words, but it was a thousand. Right. It was like painting a picture. Totally. Yeah. Whole mosaic in two words. So Sean hit me up and uh, said, I don't know if you've already talked about this, but what's the meaning behind the picture? Because it's the, it's the logo. He's like the soul Joel lean. Ah, the lean, And yes. three fingers. So honestly, that's not something I do subconscious oh i think i do it subconsciously i don't do it on purpose yeah you didn't shape it that way i didn't shape it that Mm -hmm. way i do a couple of jokes where i lean in Mm -hmm. and i think that's where the photographer just always kind of uh well the social lean is famous bro (laughs) i mean everybody that comes here regularly knows about the lean right you know what i mean like i i've i've i remember that first summer i was like who am i to a bunch of the hardcore guys yeah you know and i i I got six inches into the lean they're like oh it's joe Shout out to Chris Scharf and Rob. That's exactly who it was. I know. That's exactly who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's a, we and it. it wasn't in a mean way. They no, just, no, we, it's a great thing. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a signature of yours. You but know I what I mean? I actually watch, like I say, I'm doing it now. Like, I watch how other comics hold the mic, and it's just like something like this is the way I became comfortable and just start holding it. Do you remember who you saw doing the three-finger maneuver? No, no, no. That's that's just me. Oh, like, I got I'm, you. I'm, oh, I see what you're I'm, saying. I see, I see what you're saying. I got you. When you have an audience of one, <laughs> and you lose them. <laughs> Constantly reminded of why I went, why I got into producing. <laughs> Where'd you lose them? Never had them. Never. Yeah. Oh shit. So I, I just don't think that I, I ever like uh, it. Just, I just I just started doing it. Yeah, yeah. And then like now now that I'm thinking about it, I'm gonna do it more. Well, but I don't ever do it on purpose. It's funny. I think it's because you're a hand talker. Right. And that's the only thing that can. Get loose, you know what I mean? <laughs> Without dropping the mic. Yeah, because as people can tell that we've been watching the podcast, since I'm not a guy who has a microphone in my hand for a profession, right? You know, even though I'm in bands, I'm not the singer. Right. I do occasional background vocal, right. and the mic's on a stand. I've had some issues. 
bringing the mic away from my mouth from time to time because I'm a hand talker. I still stink, Chris. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway. So that I think it's your. You're just flying off because it's what can get loose, right? You know. Yeah. We we do all the uh, the promos videos and stuff like that, and that's. I love those promo videos, man. But I'm constantly talking with my hands. Yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So, I'm gonna finish up the book. Um, I had want to write a book, and and I had said how to, um, how I made. Uh, how I made lemonade from COVID lemons. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But you gave me another title, which is Lean In to Success. Yes. Yes. Because I've done motivational speaking and I, I had like an anti bullying uh, laughs for kids. That's awesome. So I used to go to like, you know, schools and stuff like that. That's and, really cool. And speak to people. So, I mean, it, it would fit my brand and I think I would do it. So I'm probably, uh, I think I'm going to say it's Lean In to Success. How I made lemonade from COVID lemons. That's perfect. Like a tagline. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And if, you know, what what comedian writing a book shouldn't have a tag? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's well, fun. it wouldn't sell as a comedian, but as a <laughs> as, as a, a as a sole proprietor. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> proprietor, nice, perfect, perfect. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, actually, so so recently, we just had uh, Sean Jack's wife, Meredith. Oh, cool. She always throws a fundraiser. She's done it like two or three times now for uh, the Owen J. Roberts Education Foundation. It's her alma mater. And we have a fundraiser. She sold over 100 tickets. Wow. Good for and her. she That's had wonderful. Jay Yoder uh, hosted the show. Nice. Because not Jay. only is his alma mater, but he's a teacher there. Oh, no kidding. That's where Jay teaches. That's okay. where he teaches. Right and she performed for the first time. Mm-hmm. She wanted to have some other teachers and, and stuff like that, but no one. But she never did a mic or anything? Never did a mic or anything wow. like that. But she's very outspoken, uh, Good charismatic. For her, man. Good for her. That's, yeah. That well, the, and the, the superintendent it. afterwards, oh, she's retired now, uh, but Sue Lloyd, she said she wanted to have like a presentation and said every year she would come here and she, ha- you know, she would always win the crowd over, the teachers over, whoever it was. So she's had performing experience, per- but not comedy per se. Right. Right. So I had uh, Andy Haynes. Oh, I love Andy. Yeah, coming down, and then uh, um, oh shoot, the the feature, and I was telling him that uh, I'm sorry, but like Meredith went on stage and she's like she went on stage. She was supposed to do eight minutes. She ended up probably doing ten to twelve. Oh, okay. And I go, I'm sorry. I go, but she brought over a hundred people. She doesn't know what the light means, and she's just rolling. He goes, No, man. He goes, I'm sorry. That the crowd's probably not going to like me as much <laughs> as they like her, and she's crushing. Yeah, she was crushing. That's but then awesome. he went on stage, and I mean, he crushed too, and it was great. It ended up being a great show. That's so cool, man. Yeah, good for her. Like that's yeah. incredible. Like I think teachers have a big leg up in the sense because they are in front of people all every day. Right. You know what I mean? The the that that idea of just standing in front of people is more and talking is mortifying to a lot of people, but exactly. not to a teacher. So that's pretty cool. I have man. to look it up because uh, this is the um, oh, shoot. I have to tell you the story that, so I never met, I told Andy that I had never met him, and then Julian McCullough, our first guest, Mm -hmm. introduced me to him, and then he introduced me to this feature that I can't remember the name of, and I'm I'm just shooting myself, and he goes, but I did meet your sister, and I go, of course. 
I go, of course, this is unbelievable because Doug Key, who runs the Rogue Island Comedy mm-hmm. Festival, and Deanna helped run it three times, yep. one, two falls and a spring or two springs and a fall. Mm-hmm. And I missed this guy from one night and she rented a huge like Airbnb oh, wow. and ha- ended up having like uh, the comics and the staff over oh, wow. to like have an after party. But I missed them by, you know, Brendan, Buddy. Joey and I all went, the Saint, Joey, Saint John, our, mm-hmm. my former general manager, we all went up there, but then we had to come back because we had Dave Attell. And I'm like, I'm not missing that. No, we all have to be Can't here. Yeah. Can't miss Attell. So we missed it by one night, and I, uh, I told my sister, I go, here it is. I said, one of the comics here knows you and never met me. She goes, tell Wilfred, I said hello. Oh. Wilfred Padua. No. And he crushed, crushed, and then Andy went and crushed. But oh, I go, what, what am I doing in this comedy world where my sister <laughs> is more well-known than I am? Yeah, well, I can't keep an audience of one. <laughs> and my family members are more well-known than I am. They're more connected in the comedy world than you. Yeah. And we'll release the episodes at some point. But, I mean, Carmen Lynch and Andrew Chavon didn't even know I performed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also why I got into producing. That's so funny. Well, you, you, people that know Deanna will understand. Deanna will make those connections. That, you know she, that I mean? she's all personality? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Deanna's awesome. So we got a couple of new segments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. come back. All right, so we're back to Al's old merch. And I brought two things this week. One, And um, you're Al, by the way. I am Al, yes. <laughs> Glad we got that cleared up. So uh, um, the first thing, this is a bookmark, but there's a little story with it. Um, I saw a show with J.T. Haberstadt. Haberstadt. Sorry, J.T., if I'm saying it wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Haberstadt, um, who has been touring with Eddie Pepitone, who's one of my all-time favorites. Who I also saw at the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Oh, you you seen Eddie? I didn't know this. Okay. Okay. I should have waited to tell the Rogue Island story after that, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Eddie's great, right? Oh, great. I mean, he's a legend. Yeah. And, uh, um, and JT, you would love JT because JT is a do-it-yourself guy. Yep. He, he promotes shows down in Houston. He, you know, he's, he is you in Houston, but still doing, like, hardcore comedy. You know what I mean? Right. And um, uh, so I saw them at uh, John and Peter's in New Hope uh, a couple years back, before, well, a year before COVID or so. And JT has a really great book, which I'm going to bring uh, one of the weeks for an Owl's Old Merch segment. But uh, this week I brought the greatest bookmark ever made. I don't know if hopefully you can read that. If not, I'll read it for you. It says, fuck off, I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite bookmark of all time. And it leaves no doubt as to uh, whether you want to be disturbed or not when you're reading a book. <laughs> And I, I've been doing so much radio and stuff like that with WEEU, mm-hmm. and I was just on last week, yeah. that I read that, and I go, fuck off, I'm ready. <laughs> so funny, man. I got my MBA. <laughs> looking at it like you're in a turf war with yeah. some other local area. Yeah. I'm good with numbers. Well, can you read? Because you just said red. Oh, I'm gonna have the to... best laugher in the business. <laughs> he makes me feel like I should still be performing. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, when I lose you, I go, and that's why I don't. <laughs> you're, 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 you're perfect. You, you let me know when I'm not, and you let me know when I am. Well, that's good. I don't want to be the guy that you think is laughing at everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I think I gotta, I, I gotta sometimes uh, give you more. 
I love that. That's so yeah. awesome. That's so awesome. So, okay. Now, this yeah, leads me. But we digress. We, yeah. This leads me to the greatest book title of all time as far as I'm concerned. Now, let's talk like uh, just a little bit. I, I want to talk about the comedian uh, um, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. This is Gilbert's autobiography. And... Um, yeah, Gilbert's one of my favorites. I, I I love the guy. I saw him like five or six times, and he made me laugh as hard as anybody I've ever seen. He's right in that group of people that make me laugh so hard it hurts. Right. You know? And um, and I got this book from him at one of the shows, and he was uh, he's so f- kind. You know what I mean? Like, he he'll, he laughs at everything. You know what I mean? He'll laugh at anything anybody says. He's such, he's very giving that way, and which is unusual for a comedian. And, uh, um that's a hundred percent true. Right, right. Because I mean, the best you usually a lot of a lot of comedians, even if they think you're you say something hilarious, the best you're going to get out of them is that's funny. Yeah, they comment that it's funny. You know, hilarious. What I mean? Right, right, right. That kind of thing. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, LOL. Meanwhile, they're just typing. Yeah, right. They didn't actually laugh out loud. <laughs> that's right. Exactly, yeah. man. Exactly. LOL. LOL, totally, LOL. Man. But you would say something to Gilbert. You know what I mean? Ha, 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 ha. You know, out comes the parrot from Aladdin laughing his his, his ass off. You know, so. uh so I saw this book, and I had to have it. Um, I, I'm going to spell it first, and then I'll read the name. It is spelled R-U-B-B-E-R-B-A-L-L-S-A-N-D-L-I-Q-U-O-R. Rubber Balls and Liquor. <laughs> Greatest book title ever, and it's hilarious. You're not going to learn anything about Gilbert the person in here, but there's a joke every three lines the whole way through the book. So it's funny. It's, it's punched true. up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's exactly what you expect from Gilbert Gottfried. It's funny the whole time. But isn't that funny? Uh, there's a couple other comics, and I'm not going to say their names, but like uh, I've thought over the years that I know very well, mm-hmm. but I look back on the conversations, really don't share that much. So it's interesting. Like He's not sharing. Yeah. He's making you laugh. Yeah, so exactly. you, you think you would read that, to learn more about him. Right. But meanwhile, he's just giving you what he wants. He's giving you exactly what he wants, and that's what Gilbert did. Now, if you want to learn about Gilbert, watch the documentary. I think it's just called Gilbert. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, like he's not going to sit there and tell you how he feels right. at that moment, but you do learn some stuff about him, and it's very, it's a very touching documentary and, and funny, too. But, uh, but yeah, he is definitely one of those cats, man, where, you know, he's, you know, he's... He's on, and then he's gone. But it's but and, and it's funny because the 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 comic that I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. uh, when I would think back on the conversations, I'm like, man, he really shared a lot. And my sister had to point out, be like, no, I asked him a question, he would say something, and then he'd be like, so uh, anyway, Alan, how was your sister's uh, birthday? Because you know it, that's where you went did last weekend. Right. I went to a show, and it's like. It was a misdirection right. or redirection, and he, yep. and he points the combo back to you. Yep, yep, I get and I'm that like, totally. We yeah. did talk a lot last night, but it was him asking me questions, and right. I shared everything. Right, right. Did I really ever learn anything about what's been going on? Just that he's really good at redirecting. Really good at redirecting, <laughs> and I, I still consider him a dear friend. Of course, of course. And but, some people, that's you know, that's all the further you're ever going to go. Right. Yeah, and that's okay if that's what that, if that's their thing. You yeah. know what I mean? You you go to the comfort level of the person you're having in the friendship or relationship with you know right but uh yeah it's fascinating well you i love your line about what's your line about uh comedians are either <laughs> what is it <laughs> well no no i i, I just always like I'm like and whenever every time this comes up it's like uh what's your line for it's like oh God, are, you, are you coming up with all my catchphrases yeah <laughs> crickets 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 <laughs> like stop heckling me if i want to bring the show to a screeching halt i'll, I'll do it myself and tell some new material 
What's, what's the, the question? Crowd work. <laughs> the, yeah. The nope. uh, uh, comedians are either uh, oh. empaths or psychopaths. Well, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I don't think I made that public. <laughs> I think I think that was a couple of... I think that was just a couple of guys sitting around the table. Who's comedians? No. <laughs> I think I think that was one of those times where I said, Al, let's keep this between us. That's great. So Why be don't my... you just call all the agents while you're at it? I just it. want to say thank you for my time on this podcast. <laughs> you're one lucky guy. Oh, shit. I don't think anybody doesn't know that, man. Yeah. I guess, no, I, I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> right on. I said, I said there's a fine line between comics, and they're either uh, empaths mm-hmm. or sociopaths. Right, there it They're is. really, really uh, sensitive mm-hmm. and, and tuned in to what's going on, mm-hmm. or they don't care at all. Right on, right And they're on. there to do it, and that's it. See you later. I'm gone. Right. And that empath side is really fascinating. Yeah. That's where we got into it with Julian in the first episode about being able to read crowds and things so like great. that. So yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's where, you know, all I, I, I would, tell me if I'm wrong, but I would assume the great crowd worker people have to be the empath. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 James Matter and all those other times. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and then that's what I want to talk about with Gilbert. Mm-hmm. That was uh, the last show in Royer's Ford. Yes. And so at that point, when you started getting past the, the health um, restrictions and social distance, and I was I was able to start booking, you know, six months in advance. Mm-hmm. So I booked that show. It was October thirtieth. I probably booked that show in April. Wow. And I'm friends with the, the you know his manager, and we always book him. And we're like, all right. So we had that booked, mm-hmm. not knowing that that was going to be it. That was it. Right. Not knowing, uh, you know, we we're going to leave Roars for not knowing that you know Gilbert. That was one of his last shows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. So before that happened, uh, and I never told this story, mm-hmm. but uh, we had the uh, well, first of all, Roars Ford ended up getting mentioned on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and I don't get to watch it because I'm at a show or hanging out, whatever. And I, I literally watched that episode, still missed it <laughs> because they did the the Delco <laughs> accent um, yeah, with the. Yeah. I, 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 I always forget what the sketch was called. Yeah, I've heard about the sketch but never seen but, it. You know, Saturday Night Live, they always make topical references. Right. So with the Philly suburbs, they were like, Concha Hawken. And then they said, Royer's Ford. Mm-hmm. Well, my phone blew up and they're you know, posting all over social media going, Joe, congratulations. You know, you got Royer's Ford made. Cause tons of people that were on it or writers came to my spot but it was yeah. also just the only place that kept comedy going during the pandemic or one of them you know yeah. and no nah, that was huge it was everybody huge, talks about it huge. Every, all the comedians talk well about this it. guy who is one of the uh like on the board for the roars for business association mm-hmm. comments publicly and goes uh roars ford has long been a world famous town and we had three movies filmed here now, I'm just sitting back, and I'm not saying a thing. I'm just letting it, because I'll, I'll dive in when I want to, but I'm going to see how this plays out. Right, right, right. So another guy goes, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. Besides The Blob, which was filmed in 1950, <laughs> right. what other movie are you talking about? And it was uh, two other movies, and even The Blob was mostly filmed in Phoenixville. Mm-hmm. And there were other, t- it's just movies that like almost went straight to, straight to t- DVD, or like, you know, not, not even like they were a blip on the radar, you know, not like... 
films, you're like coming to America. Or, you right. know what I mean? Like it's yeah, uh, this yeah, is. Yeah. Are, you, are you kidding? That you don't know this film? And it's like blob. We're talking about topical, like 1950. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Seventy-five years ago, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Give me still a break. Hanging, still hanging on to that hard. <laughs> yeah. So I go to the meeting, and we ended up, you know, uh, it was uh, the Borough Hall meeting, mm-hmm. and uh, we fought as hard as we could, but we got our we got our um, lease extended for two months, mm-hmm. which allowed us to have Gilbert mm-hmm. as our last show. And that was it. So we knew it was like that's, that's we're gonna leave. That's the end. Of yeah, end like game. Sound, sound the bugle. Yeah, right. Totally, which you literally did. Which we literally did. <laughs> you lead a horse, horse to water, <laughs> but you don't know, you don't know if they're gonna drink it. And you did, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you finished the sentence and you drank. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yes. So after you know we're we're about to leave, the same guy comes over to me and goes, "You should open up in Peanuts, which was the end bar in a strip mall." Where there was like uh, Ace Hardware, and it's it's you know not far from where we were in Roarsford, but it's like a fifteen hundred square foot. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't, and part of it's what a, a, a bar and everything like that. And it's like, what are you what are you talking about? Like I wouldn't have even done that before I went inside. Right. And we had a, it was a space that held one hundred and fifty, but it's like now I've outgrown that big time. This would be a huge step back. Huge step. Back. But people that aren't big thinkers don't understand that. Right. So I said, forget that. I'm not doing that. Bad idea. I, I can't even believe you're you're talking like that's it's no. It's yeah. a no. It's a hard pass. Screw your peanuts. But also, um, why are you going on social media and telling people that I didn't get? I go. I'm already leaving town. You can't let me have this. <laughs> I, I go. People are defending. I'm the one that got mentioned, but Warriors Ford on SNL with all the people that have got social media uh, mentions, and you know Michael Rappaport is coming to town, doing thing, and, and getting it on TV and radio, countless mentions, yeah, man. On, all over the place. Yeah. Warriors for 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 I said, but I'm also a reasonable man. Right. I said, just do me a favor. I said, we're not friends. Because at that point, I'd already unfriended him on Facebook. Right. I, I, I had to free, space, uh, free up some cap room. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> topical NFL draft. You're totally, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm right in, in that mode. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to play to my audience who's wearing an Eagles jersey <laughs> always. <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> so... So I said, we're not friends. I said, you ever see me in the street, you look at me, you look the other way, and you walk away. <laughs> don't ever talk to me ever again it's after awesome. this point. Don't. Don't. It's awesome. Ten days later, I'm with my former general manager, the Saint, Joey St. John, who we mentioned here. Dan Callahan was my comedian and social media specialist, marketing guy. We're in Wawa after the open mic. Standing there waiting for our sandwiches like anybody else would in Wawa. In this guy walks. Does exactly as I told him. Looks at me, looks away, walks away. Wow, perfect. But as he walked away, Soul Joel Summerfest. <laughs> because of that year, it was on the back. <laughs> and I go, God has a sense of humor. Perfect. Because as this happened, the only way I would have seen that is if he walked away from me. Oh, my God. Other than that, I would have noticed. I'll be like, it's just, a, it's just a pink shirt. Totally. 
Totally. But it's my pink shirt. Oh, man, that's great. And I'm like, Mwah! That doesn't get any better. Dude, it was great. And I never told that story. And I don't know if it was good or bad, but I think it was good. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, That man. is priceless, dude. Yeah. I love a nice story like that. Yeah. <laughs> nice little ending. Yeah, man. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Um, so when you when you play, mm-hmm. do you have a, a lean? The soldier lean? Oh, dude. So I have, yeah. There's a couple things over the years. My uh, one guy, back when I was younger, before the hip replacement, yeah. I used to, my, my friend used to call it the Frankenstein stomp. I used to kind of like, like if anybody ever, if, anybody, if there's any Neil Young fans, just picture Neil Young. Yeah. Play, especially when he played with Pearl Jam on uh, whatever the hell that was in the early 90s on some MTV awards or whatever it was, Grammy, something like that. Um, but I would like if as if, more I got into my guitar solo, yeah, I would start going like this with that face. I don't know about the face. I think <laughs> <laughs> that was something you added later. I think I added the face right just then. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. just I for th- effect. Because usually when I'm the face is usually looking something between like I'm pondering deep philosophical thoughts, right. and I'm close to coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's like, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty accurate. <laughs> We're not sure what's going on. Pain, pleasure. That's Alan. That's it, man. That's oh, that's it. so funny, dude. Uh, so we got we we wanted to start talking about what's happening at oh, Soul yeah, Jones, yeah, yeah. and uh, Zoltan was Zoltan here. Zoltan was awesome, dude. I wasn't great. familiar with him. Right, he was a top notch man. He was great. So glad he came. Yep. Made made fun of the uh, nuclear power plants <laughs> and everything, like just made it all topical. But but then he goes, uh, just to break the fourth wall. So all the comics, whether they open, they host, uh, they feature, or they uh, headline, mm-hmm. they all have a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And uh, so at, at at the end, he goes, uh, Joel, how much time do I have left? I said, I think you're doing great. <laughs> I was that that one. Yeah. And he goes, uh, no, no, I know that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for confirming what I already knew. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, though. Uh, no, well, thank uh, you. How long have I been on stage? Yeah, right, right. I said, well, you're 45. He's like, perfect. Um, I'm going to do two more jokes. We'll get out of here, and then we're going to go crash that prom. <laughs> That's great. That's so, so as I'm standing outside, a husband and wife come into the hallway, and they go up. The show's great. Like, don't you think we're leaving for that? Because in the comedy business, they call that walking. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, right. I don't enjoy the show anymore. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, you guys are joking around about crashing that prom, but our our, our son and daughter are both in there. They came home from school and they're like, we're going to Sunnybrook Ballroom. They're like, weird. So are we. That's hilarious. What a- they bought tickets to give because they had to give them a ride and then give a ride back. And instead of doing the round trip twice, they're like, we're staying. But then the 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 dad went a step further. And was taking like pictures through the window. Oh man! And he was like, you know, just a little blackmail for my kids. <laughs> Looks like they're having fun. I'm like, dude, it's a little creepy. I mean, they're your kids, but come on. That is priceless, dude. Yeah, that, that is one of the more innovative maneuvers from a parent trying to keep tabs on their kid. A problem yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> so funny, man. I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. That was a really fun show, man. Like again, I hadn't, I wasn't familiar with Zoltan, and uh, I started looking into him, and I was like, oh, this guy's funny, and, and let's go see him live, and right. boom. And like I've always said, I know anyway. That if you book somebody, they're going to be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without fail. So That's what, that's what we're always hoping, man. Yeah. You know? And a uh, bunch of the comics have followings, obviously, or podcasts. But we want you to know that you come to see a Soul Joel show. 
it's a good show. Yeah, always. Yeah. Always. I've never seen a bad show at any Soul Joel venue, and I've been to several of them. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It's always good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, without fail. That's why I, you know, that's why I'm sitting here now. You know what I mean? Because I just refuse to leave. <laughs> People said that to me about college. <laughs> You want a seven-year plan? I was well, yeah. I mean, I stayed for my master's. I, I took oh, a little, oh, I well, three-year gap. But, right. but, but, yeah. But I mean, uh, there's a video that Nate uh, and, and Nate Bergazzi and Giannis made when I had I had them headline the uh, Two Faces of America tour, mm-hmm. and they were just uh, you know headlining for the first time, and they both were like, "Is Joel the kind of guy?" Because I would I would MC the uh, basketball games. Oh, they okay. were Division One. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah they're like, mm-hmm. is Joel the kind of guy that like uh, has just been hanging around? <laughs> like, <laughs> like days of confused. It's all the guy on the couch or the guy in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> I keep getting older. The girls stay the same age. <laughs> oh, I was doing half baked. I was doing Stephen Wright and half baked. Oh, <laughs> you're doing Matt, Matthew McConaughey. Matt yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I you know, I got my master's and I stayed. I took three years off, but uh, but yeah, I just like and, and then yeah, they just roasted me like any other comic. Oh, you know. And- <laughs> It's priceless. <laughs> now I've never seen Nate. I mean, I know how great he is. I've seen his specials. I know how great he is. I'd love to see Nate. But uh, I've seen Giannis several times. And, oh, yeah. And he will roast you as good as anybody, man. Oh, man. Well, that's why I brought it up because, yeah, you saw him roast me in well, that, uh, South that, Jersey. Well, that one in Jersey was pretty – that was, by the way, the best set I've ever seen you do. And I love your comedy, by the way. You're oh, very that. self-deprecating, but you, he's, yeah, yeah. he's a lot better than he makes himself out to be. Oh, and that was the best set I've ever seen you do. You were on fire. Oh, yeah. And you ended up doing like 15 minutes. I've never seen you do that long either. Because <laughs> if there's heat, I'm getting out yeah. of the kitchen. <laughs> but there was some guy wearing a weird shirt and turned into a whole discussion. It was great, man. I don't oh, I'll yeah, never yeah. forget that one. Yeah. And then and then Giannis said just uh, released his special. Right. And you knew every beat of it. So right. you're walking up to go do the the goodbyes after his his final bit. Yeah. Right. And he turns to you after the final bit and goes, "I'm not done." Get out of here. <laughs> and he starts telling Joel stories for 20 minutes. It was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, dude, it was uh, my grandfather was 92. Oh, ended God. up taking his microphone. <laughs> crossing right <laughs> off the bucket list. There was only four people in the audience. It was my aunt, my grandfather, my cousin, my cousin's wife. And this was some kind of old age home or something? Or was no, it, 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 was, house it was a Holiday or? Inn. A Holiday Inn? <laughs> that was not a punchline. That was the location. <laughs> My mind, I always made it that he was living in an old age on the holiday, and it's nah, so much better. Nope, no. It, we, we did a show in uh, Columbus, and we did a show in uh, in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So me, I can't just drive there. I got to set up a show on the way. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what we did. Oh, priceless. Oh, and he took the mic. He took the mic. <laughs> How long did he do? How much uh, time did he do? <laughs> too much. <laughs> did you try and light him? <laughs> oh, uh, I tried to stop it from the beginning, from the jump. But but Giannis is like this. Like he's just gonna enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was perfect. So awesome, dude. Yeah, and he's so wearing awesome. world's number one grandfather, too. <laughs> Makes it even better. <laughs> Priceless. Yeah. Oh, there, so I mean, cool. I, I'm joking around, but there was probably 15 people in the audience. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Half of my relatives. That's, that's what Giannis said. It was like the Soul Joel family tour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. Oh. The best. I saw, did I see you? You just booked Giannis again, right? Yeah. So Giannis is coming up. And that's uh, far ahead enough that we can talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. June 24th. Okay, coming back great, to the right. dome. Yeah. If you don't know Giannis, yep. I'm sure most of the people watching this probably do, but if you don't, come check him out. He's one of the best. Yeah. And then Donnell Rawlings. Oh, I saw that too. That's Donnell. exciting. September sometime, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I missed the first Eighth one back in Rofo. Yeah. And so I'm so excited you got him back. Well, so that's another story. So we used to get, because we were outside venue. 
we used to get uh, noise complaints. Mm-hmm. But well, we told the story about the guy on the Harley. Well, the Harley, <laughs> but also uh, we never we never went outside the noise ordinance. Mm-hmm. So we were always fine. The well, one time we went outside and we and uh, was when we had dice for the second show, mm-hmm. and, and and literally as people were leaving, I just left the music on. Ah, and that was that was yeah, got me. Yep. But other than that, sixteen months outside, never once had no zero noise ordinances, right? Beautiful. But always got complaints, emails, uh, uh, Google profile messages, uh, Facebook messages. Uh, Donnell goes up. And he has, he was, he had just gotten, he literally drove from Chappelle's place in Ohio. Oh, and he was doing that compound of comedy thing? Yeah. So we were doing the same thing, Chappelle and and us at the same time. He was, was, uh, uh, Yellow Springs, Ohio Mm -hmm. in a cornfield. We were fake beach and roars for it. Wow. Wow. And, uh, so Donnell was like, I'm a river ninja now. (laughs) From the hood to the woods, from the streets to the creek. I love it. And had all these things. And, and, but then, in an hour set, he probably drops the N bomb <laughs> seven thousand times. I was gonna say a hundred, at least a hundred in an hour, sixty wow. minutes. Wow, more than one, one a minute. Right. <laughs> that night we had this many noise complaints, zero. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no one said anything. Be like, oh, I guess Soul Joe and the boys are having fun over there tonight. <laughs> No one said boo. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. Isn't that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So funny. Dude. But we're looking forward to having him back. Ah, it's so awesome, man. Yeah. Tanel, yeah, he's he's a gem, man. He's so funny. Dude, Actually. so funny. He just can't not not be funny. Like, he just... It was, I, there's a few shows that I haven't been able to get to. You know, most people know him here a lot. Yeah. But uh, that's one of the ones that still bugs me that I miss, so I'm so excited you got him back. Oh, man. so great, man. And uh, we also booked uh, Bill Haley Jr. in the comics. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, rock around rock the clock. Around the clock, baby. Yeah. So his his dad, Bill Haley Senior, mm-hmm. uh, was one of the guys in the you know in the the swing band era that that rock and roll era. Dude, he was one of the in, he was one of the the uh, innovators of rock and roll. Like he was the, one of the reasons rock and roll exists. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he, he's I like didn't a, realize he's from Chester. Like he's from Pennsylvania. I see that makes sense because there's a dude in Lancaster in, in Lidditz, which is right next to Lancaster. Yeah. That uh, was their keyboard player for years, Joey okay. Wells. Yeah, I don't think he is anymore because he's really old. But uh, but he played with them through the like seventies and eighties, I think it was. Okay, yeah. So that finally makes sense why how that happened. Yeah, you know. So it was uh, the drummer from another band that was here for the swing dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, is now the drummer for him. Oh wow! Okay, I put him in touch with me, and uh, great man. I, I we, as soon as we talked, threw a date out. And he's coming in uh, in May. That's so cool. Yeah, that is so cool, man. Like, I'm really try, looking forward to it. I'm going to try and get to that one because uh, that that's a that's a special little piece of rock and roll history, right there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like you see the pictures, it's like they look like they're a, a barbershop quartet, like mm-hmm. four guys, his four band members standing around him. Mm-hmm. It's like really cool. That's so that's great, man. That is so cool. Yeah, that uh, that was the theme song for the Happy Days. Yeah, for the first season or two before okay. they made their own song. Yeah, but that's why a lot of people my age know that song so well. Other than that, it's just an iconic rock and roll song. And I have to tell you too, we had Glenn Miller Orchestra. Mm. Six hundred and thirty-nine people was the total. Oh, dude, that's so. Cool. That's when you watch so them awesome. on wow. stage and uh, Owen J. Roberts uh, Jazz Ensemble opened up and they sounded like a professional orchestra as well. Uh, they were really great. That's really cool. But then when I went on stage, I got to watch them and like. They are doing more than just playing. 
Like they're standing up and they're tipping their hats. Yes, they have little moves. They and have yeah, little moves, yeah, Daddy. Yeah, man. <laughs> and those, those old, those big band things had have little, like yeah. fat, funny and fascinatingly cool, like yeah. old schooly sort of moves, man. It's really right. neat. Like nobody's twerking in the Glenn Miller Orchestra, but it's a show. But they they got like, their moves. Why you know? are people just watching? You're like, oh, it's because it, it's a show. Exactly. It's a show. Exactly. Yeah. This is so funny because my mom, my mom hates when like when the classic rock, the when the, when she says when the hippies came in, yeah. you know? right. <laughs> that she hates music from that point forward for a long time because she's like, I saw the Temptations and they're out there doing their moves and wearing their suits, and then these guys just walk out on stage in jeans and t-shirts and just put their heads down and play. They don't even put on a show. Mail it in. Boom. Now I'm. That's ex- pretty much exactly what I've always done. <laughs> <laughs> But I get where she's coming from. <laughs> For Alan Hill, this is Soul Joel. Another episode of Bring Them Out. There's no other way to handle it than to drop the mic like Alan just did. Thanks for listening in. <laughs>